What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Groveside Chats. I am your host today, Christian Burgers, and I'm here with Caleb Sanders on this beautiful—I mean, Sailors—on this. I'm here with you on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. We're watching NFL football like we normally do on Sundays when recording. We're here at Cubs drinking some good old coffee, and we're just talking about the weekend in general. We're talking about the Rebs in general, and it's what an exciting time. <laughs> yes. So, oh shoot, the Bengals just got a fumble recovery. So we're uh, here live at the Cups Espresso Cafe Studios where we are not sponsored yet, but we're working on that sponsorship deal. But if you want <laughs> coffee, nutrition, anything you need to wake you up in the morning to give you that boost that you so desperately need, stop by your local Cups Espresso Cafe in the Metro Jackson area. They will fulfill all your needs. Just stop on by and go see our friends there at Cups. Um, I... I'm not hosting the show today. I'm going to let it's Christian me. Burgers take over because he got to enjoy the totality of the experience in Oxford at the Ole Miss game, and he was not upchucking yesterday <laughs> like I was. And today I have been just recovering from getting sicker than a dog. I guess it was sausage I had for breakfast <coughs> yesterday morning at a, a men's deer camp I was at. I don't know what it was, but you know, you know, going to get a lot of going to get a lot less of me and a lot more burgers today on this short show we're doing today. But man, it's good to have the Rebs back in Oxford. It's good to see the team play at home again. And also, I'm looking forward to next week. This week was just a, you know, we won the game 54-17. to 17. Yeah, I'm right. I'm, yeah, I was in and out yeah, of it. Yeah. I was in and out of it being sick and all, so it was kind of hard to see what was going on. But, like, I, um, I what was I going to say? I um, am glad we won the game by 37 points instead of, like, one of those Matt Luke teams that would barely squeak by or would let them hang in there in the game. Like when we played against, what was it, Southern Illinois? When um, or was it ULM? It was ULM when they were beating us at halftime, and then we t- took over in the second half. That wasn't anything. There was nothing like that. We dominated the entirety of the game. But I thought it was the Saluki. Was it Southern Illinois? Yeah, I'm t- it was Southern Illinois. I got them in ULM mixed up. It was Southern Illinois. That's three years ago. Whatever. But it's good to see us, you know, take command of the game. And we didn't play particularly well, from what I've seen. However, win's a win, and what 37-point win's a 37-point win. I really don't think we put all our eggs in a basket of dominating that game either. I think we were going ahead and looking ahead to Tulane, especially after what they did yesterday. Well, I guess I really don't have to say much after after that little um, synopsis or whatnot. Um, well, what did you see yesterday, though, from, from Corral, from our running backs, from the defense? <laughs> First off, Corral kept trying to look for the big play. He was just trying and trying and trying to find, trying to uh, find the big play. But he would, he went through his progressions and all that fun stuff. I'm glad he did that. Um, there was like one play. Um, I guess it was in the second half. Brennan was freaking wide open on a deep play, but he Corral didn't see him unfortunately. But I still we, we still ended up scoring on that drive. But um, anyway. I mean, we scored 54 points. It yeah. like offense was a problem. And no. there were times where drives would stall, where we would do goofy things. But um, I think the O-line still needs to play better, given that first push for the running backs. Uh, it's hard for us to get anything up the middle with Ely or Parrish, and that's got to change. Now, teams are going to be taking away the corners from us because they know how explosive our running backs are. And Parrish had a couple of plays where he did break the corner and got loose. Um, we're going to have to use Snoop more. I mean, we just have to. We're gonna have especially to in short situ- yeah. short yardage situations. Because I don't want to see twenty five out there. On me 32. neither. I want to see twenty four. He there. looked good yesterday. There's though. nothing against twenty five. I like twenty five, but he's not a third and two running back. That's twenty four. He's a third and two running back. 
Um, it was good to see Drummond. Looked like he played consistently. He had a touchdown where he really it was a screen. He really shouldn't have done. I watched the highlight of this. He shouldn't have done anything, but he kept going, kept going, kept going. Didn't give up on the play and got the touchdown. So. Speaking of touchdowns, the Browns just took the lead over the Chiefs, seven to nothing. I'm not supposed to pull for AFC North teams, but f the Chiefs, go Browns. <laughs> I, hate, I hate Mahomes. Um, well, I really don't have anything much to say about the game yesterday, but I will say this about the Grove. It was nice to be back in the Grove. Great to see the band, full band, on the field, doing pregame, doing halftime, which it was a fantastic halftime show. Um, or they did a tribute to the arm. The different various, um, I'm brain farting right now. Uh, troops, the troops, and all that good stuff. The various service acad- not yeah. academies. Yes, yes, branches yes. Branches of service. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, Shout out to our boy Ari, who's in the Air Force. Amen. Um, uh, I just, I wish the crowd was more into it. I know it was against Austin P. Uh, student section showed up, which was great. Um, and most, most of them actually stayed the whole game. We got we got to pause. We're, we're gonna take a quick. We're gonna break. Hang. Right. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. We're back on live, by the way. I know we are. We're back live. Christian Burgers is letting us know that he is in a coughing and choking mood. I was kind of hoping you would have stopped and be like, "All right, we're gonna do a redo." But no, nah, we're not redoing it. We're this is raw footage here, boys yeah, and we're girls. Take a quick break because my boss, man, good man, who signs my checks, and so I can't complain about that. Is calling me because you know we we don't make millions of dollars on this shows yet because. Uh, you know, unlike the Ole Miss student section yesterday who showed up in support of the Rebels, y'all don't show up and support us, so we're going to need y'all's money. <laughs> uh, you can Venmo me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't really need y'all's money. I mean, we, we wouldn't turn it down. We can buy some better equipment. However, we ain't in this for the money. We're in it for the fun. All right, Burgers, you were saying? So, yeah, um, overall, hopefully the crowd will be better next or this weekend just because it will be a better opponent. Um, but it's the darnest thing. You would, I guess. It, I guess you good. Yeah, I'm good. I guess it's illegal to cheer on the Rebs, huh? I think it's illegal. I mean, because none of them were really cheering. I know it was a lesser opponent. This is a different but. sport. It's not football. I'm talking about baseball here. But you recall, and I've done this at many other sporting events too. But this is the one that stood out to you because you were there to experience it. When I stood up and said, "Don't cheer, Rebel fans. This is a funeral home. Do not cheer. Be as quiet as you can for the Rebels." I know, just sitting on their tails. And Our just, fan base is pathetic. It is pathetic. It's pathetic. I mean, y'all, y'all suck. I and hate, you got I me, me and you going crazy, jumping up and down, yelling and screaming and all what, I mean, what not. We're, we're going up and down. Uh-huh. I mean, you know me at games. I act like a fool. But the thing is, you're supposed to cheer on your team. What's the point of going to a game if you're going to sit down, act like you're laying down in a coffin and not going to score? I mean, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Y'all need to do better. Y'all, do y'all want to pass other schools? Do y'all want to pass Mississippi State? Do y'all want to pass Arkansas? Y'all want to pass A and M or LSU? Yeah, we have the we're never passing. We have the we have the worst fan base in the in SEC. Well, then act like you care about the games. Act like you care about the team. Don't show up for it thinking it's a social club where we have to show or elevate our status and show how cool. Sip the tea, pinky up, pinky up, fancy, freak you. That's not how you get five star recruits. That's not how you land anybody. That's not how you win. And our environment is not even like that intimidating anymore. In fourteen, fifteen. And 13 and 12, it was an intimidating environment, in my opinion. But yep. recent years, it's just been crap. I it's agree. been beyond. Ever since the renovation to the stadium, it has not been the same environment. It's right. been just a funeral home, like Caleb always says at the games, which I think is the funniest thing. And I'm just waiting for one day that someone say something, to and then he's going to... Touchdown. Let's go, Rebels. Woo! Instead of going, great and mighty is the Lord 
Great and mighty is he. Against disgraceful. Dude, I feel awful. All right. Let's move on to college football scores and then some NFL stuff. So, and then the words. Uh, well, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I want to ask this. What is your biggest concern for the Rebs um, moving forward into the season? Um, running, running right now. Just running. It, just the offensive line's not getting that first push that it needs to get. It's not. In in the big plays too. Like I'm not saying we need to score big plays, but there have been none, none. M- M- Matt's got to be able to find the first big. Got to be able to get a big play on the first read or the second one. Like I get, he's going through the progressions. I get. That he's finding open looks when he can. I get nickel and diming it and scoring is better than scoring in three plays. I get that. But I don't know. I think we're going to open up the playbook more this week and see things that we haven't seen yet. So I'm optimistic about that. But the offense, as explosive as it can be, it hasn't been there yet. And I want to see more. And, I mean, we just scored 48 points in our first game – or 44 points in our first game and then uh, 54 in our second game. It's not 14, 43, 54. You know, I mean, we scored a lot of points already. We've already scored 87 points. Oh, and the Bengals beat the Vikings. We scored 87 points so far, or 77. I can't do math today. I'm I'm slow. We've scored 77 points thus far this season. That's a lot. It's a lot of points. However, um, no, 50. Do burgers. I'm telling you, I'm thinking 54. I think people plus, know what you mean. 54 plus 43. Is, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's 97 points. I was giving us 27, or excuse me, 20 points fewer than what we, 97 points. Dude, I'm telling you, it's, it's not my day today, but 97 <laughs> points, live math on the air is not great. Um, we've scored a lot of points this year. We've scored a lot. And it just doesn't seem like we have because the big plays haven't been there. And it's like we haven't gotten that big play from Ely. We haven't gotten that big play from... And every time we get a big play, it comes back. Tackle penalties. We've got to clean. That's another thing. That's we, the main. That's what I was going to say. Penalties. penalties, penalties, penalties. Are my to, main thing. Get, now, some of the pass interference calls yesterday were bogus. Yeah. I watched some of the film. You can't get called. You can't call those. And the thing is, with playing at Bama or A&M or Auburn, they're going to call those every time because the refs hate us in general. If they're calling that against Austin P, they're going to call that week in and week out against those other teams. Oh, Cleveland went for two and got it. Um, nice. The defense has to be more consistent swarming towards the ball, too. We didn't do a lot of swarming. Well, hey, got some turnovers, though. Yeah, keep forcing turnovers, swarm the ball. Oh, Kareem Hunt got the two. Yay. Um, I agree. I was going to say penalties, but you hit the nail in the coffin with the penalty talk. Um, I guess we'll just move on to some um, college football in general from yesterday. Um, I was at the game, so I really didn't watch much football. I did watch a little bit of the Tennessee game. Before I left. I was throwing up, so I didn't watch much football. Golly. Um, I guess the craziest thing I saw was Jacksonville State and Florida State. I sent you that clip. Yeah. Jacksonville State was like five seconds left in the game. They were, I don't Are remember. Are you glad we didn't land Mike Norvell? Yes. Are you glad Mike Norvell thought he was too good for Ole Miss? Went <laughs> yes, sir. I'm, I'm s- glad we didn't get that sock sucker because... You know, <laughs> That would have been bad for us. Our program would not be where it is now. The Lane train is so much better. I'm glad we got I wanted Norvell. You did, too. We both wanted Norvell over Lane. I was like, I don't know about Lane. And, man, he's proven me wrong. And I'm excited about that. Like, we're belly aching about a 37-point win right now. We could have lost to Jacksonville State yesterday like Florida State did. But, right. Uh, man, we did the, the right thing, Atlantic Lane. Jeez. But Florida State, man, they're rough. And that has to look bad on Notre Dame because Notre Dame barely squeaked by. They should have lost yesterday. Yes, they should have. Notre Dame moving on to Notre Dame. I mean, 
Dude, Toledo gave them everything they wanted. And they should have won that game. I, if the dude doesn't trip, I saw a highlight. If the dude didn't trip on what was a third down play, Toledo wins that game. Mm. Ugh. That just makes you sick. Yeah. Um, but if you didn't see what happened about Jacksonville State, Florida State, it was like five seconds left. Um, Jacksonville State had the ball, and it's, their quarterback just threw a touchdown pass, basically. Uh, it was a heck of a play. If you have not seen it, go check it out. Um, oh, that was nice. Um, oh, me. I lost my place. My scores. Lord have mercy. I, sh- I sh- shouldn't have touched it. Gosh darn it. That's what she said. Shut up. Um, let me just pull it up on my phone. Give me one second, people. This is a great podcast, boys. <laughs> this is raw, raw as it gets, man. Raw as it gets. I showed it. We got it. All right. Um, so Saturday, Oregon went into Ohio State's house and beat them. Thirty-five. And the savagery, they put a rubber ducky on the <laughs> midfield. Yes. I didn't see that. That's yes. That's you couldn't see it, That's but amazing. they did. That is uh, the most savage thing. That Andy is Reid is currently chewing out the referees right now. They did something to piss him off. Um, and um, beats Colorado 10 to 7. Colorado should have won that game. Uh, yeah. That's a shame. Um,. Iowa owns Iowa State. Let's just be honest. They won like they won eight out of the last ten now. Oh, I thought it was like fourteen in a row. Okay. No, they won eight out of the last ten. And then Texas, we're back. No, you're not. Freak you. They can't be by Arkansas like that. Oof, and Arkansas's not even that good, man. They almost got beat by Rice. Well, I mean, they pulled away at the end, but Rice was giving them the business week one. And just think, in like three or four years, we'll have a or, or, or excuse me, Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC. They ain't ready for that. They ain't ready for the smoke, bro. Now, Oklahoma did bounce back this week, scoring 76 points. It was Western Carolina, but 76 points speaks for itself. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. The, um, the Canes should have lost yesterday. I had, I had them, I had them losing, man. Appalachian State gave them the game. I'm, USC, dude. Honestly, I am fortunate. I'm very happy that Miami won. <laughs> yeah. I thought Stanford was a game, another game. Vandy could pretend that they were going to lose, but could potentially win. But geez, they went to the Coliseum and just murdered USC yesterday, forty-two to twenty-eight. I didn't even see that score last night. Of course, I didn't see many scores last night. I was dead asleep. Uh, BYU beat Utah. Yeah, they end, shock me. Yeah, but they ended. Utah's like ten game win streak against BYU or something. It's some kind of streak. Utah didn't impress me week one. They barely squeaked by Johnny No Name. Yeah, I know. Um, Any other big games that stood out to you yesterday, Burgers? I think um, Alabama beating Mercer was a big deal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm trying to think of all the I really, games that were being played. Yet. There were really wasn't that many like crazy. No, it was not a good slate of week. Now, Nebraska hammering Buffalo was good for them. They needed that. That's a good kind of confidence booster for them. Boy, Vandy beat Colorado State. Holy crap, Vanderbilt got a win this season. Yes, they did. I didn't know they won the game. That shows you how disconnected I was. Look ahead to next week. Who's got, who we got next week? Uh, for college game day, we got Auburn and Penn State. Oh, that'll be a good That's, game. Unfortunately, the Re- or, um, I'll be at the Rebel game, so it is what it is. Um, I'd rather be. Is Auburn, Penn State? 6.30. And our game's at 6.30, too. Actually, ours is actually at 7. Oh, seven? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Thank yeah. God I'm staying in Oxford. <laughs> uh, but Friday night, we have Central Florida going to Louisville. Um, UCF will beat them. I hope Louisville wins. Yeah, UCF will beat them. And Maryland, and we got some Big Ten action. Illinois lost. Yeah, Illinois doesn't look good. Well, 
They beat Nebraska, so. Yeah, that's about as useful as a wiener lollipop. <laughs> um, I really don't see many good games. Except that Penn Florida State. State Wake Forest to be interesting. We got Mississippi State taking on Memphis. State was going to bring a good crowd to that Memphis that's, game. They're going to win that game too. Yeah. NC State's a freaking disgrace for what they did yesterday. Bro, they got so freaking cute. Yeah, yesterday, whatever. it's 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 it, golly. I'm gonna have to be praying for the Shane train Oof. this Saturday. Woo! Gonna why is it, why is that an ESPN game? That's uh, a six o'clock game on ESPN. That's a, that's a sixty-five to fourteen game too. Us oh, two lane honestly should be on ESPN. What is the SEC network? Um, us or ESPN two? Yeah. Our game should be above Georgia South Carolina, but I guess because it's an SEC matchup. It is, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well. We'll talk more college football throughout the week when we go to Debt Destroyers later this yeah, week. Um, yeah. NFL-wise, man, what stood out to you so far? Of course, uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk about NFL. All right, people, we are back. We are going to discuss some of the NFL games that have already happened so far today. Um, you know, I just hate seeing people's you know, Super Bowl champs, the Buffalo Bills, getting beat so early in the season. Don't you just hate it when they get beat by my Steelers? I don't know why they're predicted to be going to the Super Bowl. We got Josh Allen. They got Josh Allen being the savior of the world this season. He was not today. Now I like the Bills. I like Sean McDermott. I like that team. I like Devin Singletary. Love Diggs. Um, did you see what ready to go up against Mika Fitzpatrick, Cam Sutton, uh, Cam Hayward, and T.J. Watt? I mean, dude, our defense is just so stacked. And now, I agree. Beginning of the game, now in the first half, we looked rough. Our offense could not move the ball. There was no holes. For Najee Harris to run through, Big Ben wasn't getting any time in the pocket. Everything had to be quick release. We finally figured it out in the second half. We finally did a lot of misdirections, found ways for Najee to get the ball. And we just sat Josh Allen and forced turnovers and won in, in big ways. Um, much your question about like what game stood, stood out to me. I'd probably say the Cardinals and Titans. I did not expect. I thought the Titans would whoop them. Me too. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. It was the complete opposite. Thirty-eight, thirteen. Cardinals roll. So what is? So that means one of two things. But you gotta remember. You gotta remember. I mean, this. I guess it might play a big factor. But Tennessee's offensive coordinator is now the Falcons' head coach. Oh shoot! And the Titans now have a new offensive coordinator, of course. But you. But you have AJ. You got Derrick Henry. You got um. Mm-hmm. Tannehill's good. I mean, you got all these weapons. There's no excuse for you to be playing that badly. And at home too. It wasn't like the. It's not like Arizona has this world beater defense. I, mean, I know they got JJ Watt and all, but it's not like they have this. World oh beater, yeah. <laughs> they have this world beater defense. That was weird to me, man. But Kyler Murray played his butt off. Yes, sir. My boy got me some points now, right there. He has the number one receiver in the league too. Got me some points. Yes, now, sir. The other one that stood out, yeah. But so yeah, the Cardinals looked awesome, and the Titans got some stuff to work on, man. Vrabel, if they if they don't if they suck this year, this is Vrabel's last year. You he's, think he's underachieved? He's mm. underachieved because mm. all the talent, man. There's no excuse to suck with all that talent, and their defense is good. They have good players on their defense. Bud Dupree. Jeff and they're not Sanders. that good on defense. No, not today. No, no. I'm glad. No excuse. And it's not like the it's not like the Cardinals had this world beater running back too. They got James freaking Connor. There's no excuse to, to suck like the way they did today. That, that the Titans got to figure that out. Um, another one that really Come stood on, out Teddy to me. Teddy Love. Teddy Two Glove scrambles. And he is short of the touchdown, but he did get the first down though. Um, on third and twelve. Oh no, he's not. He, the, wait, the first down mark is right on the goal line. Never mind. Uh, the thing that stood out to me, too, was Jalen Hurts, man. He looked good Good for today. him. And Devontae Smith had a touchdown, too. He looked good. Miles Sanders is also a good running back. But 
It's cool to see Hurts, man. Yeah, Hurts, yes, 264 sir. yards, three touchdowns. Matt Ryan looked awful, but it was cool to see him. I like Jalen Hurts. He's been a good soldier. He was a good soldier at Alabama, and then he you know, went to Oklahoma to be in a better situation. Oh, let's go. Kamara just scored. That's my point. Let's go, <laughs> baby. I need him for fantasy. But I like seeing Jalen Hurts succeed. I'm going to always cheer for him to succeed because he's just a good player, yeah, good coachable player. And um, it was just nice to see that. Yeah, the Falcons are going to be really bad. So the 49ers were up big early, and the Lions came back and made that They're up like, like 41-13 or something like I'm that. I'm going to give Dan, Dan Campbell. He's going to have a horrible year this year because his team stinks. But he's a good co- like a good motivator. I don't know how good he is X's and O's wise, but he's a very good motivator. He's going to have those guys up and ready to play, and he's going to have them motivated. He's gonna have them ready to run to a wall for somebody. He has that. He's got. He's got some good energy, man, because he drinks that. Those two crazy Starbucks. Oh, Golly, he's a psycho, dude. He is a psycho. But they lost. I like it. <laughs> uh, Trey Lance era has begun in San Francisco, and they uh, won the ball game. Did Grapple? Yeah, Grapple, Grapple started. Played. I think Trey came in at a certain point, though. Yeah, Trey Lance came one for one, five yards. <laughs> touchdown. Third touchdown. I, yeah. I wonder if Garoppolo's helmet came off or something. Probably, but that's pretty much it for NFL. Right? I mean, we got games going on right now. The Saints are up 10-0 over Green Bay. And Saints look pretty good moving the ball with Jameis. Uh, the Broncos are up 3 nothing against the Giants. Dolphins scored on the first drive against the Patriots. 8-3. 8-3. <laughs> that's the, funny. The overrated Chiefs trail the, the – uh, the Browns, who yeah, maybe the maybe the Buccaneers in that Super Bowl finally figured out. Oh, this is what you can do it's to beat the, the Chiefs. It's the Steelers' season, baby. We're going undefeated, winning it all. Frauds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that's our NFL talk for today. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll take a very, very, very brief break again. This is a quick show today. We'll we'll be back with more next week. We just, yeah, I gotta I gotta make that I gotta make that spreadsheet before the next Death Destroyers we'll episode. We'll have our spreadsheet for our picks on Death Destroyers. We'll tell you how we did. We'll give you uh, our picks. And if you have any issue with your picks, you lost money over the weekend, just hit up Christian <laughs> Burgers and we'll Venmo you the money you lost. Uh, you, still, you still owe me money. No, I'm joking. You don't yeah, owe me nothing. You, you, not, you owe me nothing. All right, boys. We'll be right back. Bye. All right, guys. We're back. This is Groveside Chats. Verse of the day. It says, it comes from Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 12. It says, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, godly lives in this present age. Maybe. And the present age can mean, um, you know, any time, because obviously he was talking about the present age at that time, but it also applies to today. So God's grace brings us salvation. That's the first thing to take away from that scripture is that if God's grace has brought us salvation, and has appeared to all of us. There's no excuse for nobody. There's no excuse for no man to not know Christ or to not have an experience with God or to not have, you know, an opportunity to accept his beautiful, perfect salvation. But not only do we have the opportunity for salvation, we now have the privilege of being able to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live in a good life, to live self-controlled, to live upright, to live godly in this present age. And I love that how that applies even today because the Word of God is alive and active. It's a living and breathing Word. Mm-hmm. How things that apply to Titus's times, you know, right after the death of Christ, you know, not too long after that, the things that appeared to him, things that appeared in that time that took place <clears throat> at that time, are still applying today. Sexual immorality, lying, thievery, murder, sin of all kinds are still applying today. And the root of them mostly is greed, lust, envy. All those things 
the heart of man has not changed. Now, the way we commit crimes, yeah, they didn't have snipers and couldn't shoot people back then. They didn't have AR-15s and couldn't shoot people and kill them back then to murder them. But they still murdered. Murder is the same whether you stab somebody, whether you stone somebody, or whether you shoot somebody. Am I wrong, Burgers? Mm-hmm. Murder's the same. Lying is the same, whether you're lying about, you know, uh. eating pork or whether you're lying about, you know, sneaking off with somebody you weren't supposed to sneak off with. Or whatever. No matter what kind of lying, lying is lying. Sin is sin, no matter what kind of sin it is. And it's still amazing how the Bible applies to what we're going through today. So we live in a very ungodly society where things that are sinful, obviously sinful, are told they're okay now. We're, we're suddenly told to believe that God has changed his mind and is okay with things that are sin. And we're not allowed to talk about those things, right? And you know exactly what I'm referencing. There are things that people do today. We have a whole month that we celebrate that it's sin. It's sin. And whether you want to call it out or not, I mean, people are going to get mad at me for saying this. I don't care. It is. It's the Bible is clear about that. You can love people. I'm not going to go condemn or judge anybody for being the way that they are. I'm not going to go call anybody out and tell them they're horrible and go, no, that's not how I'm going to approach them. I'm going to approach with love. But the thing is, it's still true. The Bible is still true. The Bible's not wrong. Man's heart's wrong. And so... It's good that we have an opportunity to say no to things of this world that are viewed as you know, good, positive things that are not, that are sinful, according to the word. We can say no to those worldly passions. And we can actually live a life for a cause that's much greater than ours, that's yeah. much holier than ours. And it's good to have that. So y'all, think of something your friends are doing, your family's doing, that you shouldn't be a part of, that God wouldn't want you to be a part of, and say no to that. I challenge y'all to say no to that. Burgers, I challenge you to say no to something this week. I'm going to say no to something this week. We're going to get it going in the right way. All right, the Rebs take on Tulane next week. We're going to be excited about that. Burgers and I will both be at the games. We'll have a total game breakdown from start to finish. Walk of Champions, a whole kit and caboodle. The city of Oxford, since I'll be going up Friday night, I'll be hanging out with our buddy and contributor Bennett. I'm going to try to get Bennett on the show. Uh, Next week we'll have hopefully my buddy Tyler, who does graphic T-shirt designs for a lot of the players at Ole Miss. He did a big thing for Plumlee. And then uh, my buddy JT Mitchell, who writes for our Mississippi home, will have all them on the show. So it's going to be a loaded show next week. This week's kind of a bridge to next week. Yeah, kind of a big show it'll be, today. It'll be exciting, though. All right, we'll be ready to talk about the Rebs. Hopefully, we beat Tulane and don't piddle paddle around that game. <laughs> it's been Groveside Chats. God bless you. Bye.